everyone, and welcome back to Hook of a Book. I'm your host, Ellie Mano, age 14, and for the 154th official episode of Hook of a Book, I'll be reviewing one of the most beautifully written, heartbreaking books I've ever read, If He Had Been With Me by Laura Nolan. Okay, so I wanted to say something before getting into this episode. I released the first episode of this podcast on January 2nd, 2021, and it's nearly been three years since then. Running Hook of a Book has been one of the best experiences of my life. You may notice the format of Hook of a Book changing a little bit, because obviously my reading interests and I have changed over these years, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop providing you with cool bookish content. I just might be a little bit more conversational and less scripted, and I might change some sound effects. You may also notice that this week, I decided to release a guide to the fantasy genre along with the regular book review. I did this because I really could have used something like this, like a basic guide to all things fantasy, when I was getting into the genre. If you guys like it, let me know and I can make other guides for other genres, like romance or historical fiction. But that's not what we're here to discuss right now. Let me tell you a little bit about If He Had Been With Me. If He Had Been With Me was a recommendation from one of my school friends who also loves books. She has this thing where she likes to recommend heartbreaking books to me, and for some reason I never expect them to be as devastating as they are. She also recommended the book Heartless. If you know, you know. She said that this was her favorite book of all time, and I read it soon after she recommended it. I can totally see why she likes it so much. This is a YA realistic fiction book with characters so well developed that you won't forget them after reading. It's been a few weeks since I read this book, but I can still remember every event so well. Let me read you a summary of If He Had Been With Me right now. Autumn has grown up with Finn, her best friend since childhood. It used to be impossible to pry them apart, they were that close. But as they start high school, it's clear that something between them has changed. Neither of them are really interested in hanging out with each other anymore, and they go out of their way to avoid each other. Their paths have just split. Finn is one of the most popular boys in the grade, whereas Autumn hangs out with a small, tight-knit group of people, including her boyfriend, Jamie. Nobody can believe that Autumn and Finn used to be close. It seems ridiculous. They couldn't be more different now. But still, Autumn misses Finn and the dynamic they once had. Her new friends are great, and even if she's considered kind of weird by her peers, they love her for who she is. But Finn did too. She can't believe that she and Finn just threw away nearly 15 years of friendship because of high school. Something could be different if they just made an effort. She can't avoid running into Finn at her school, but she wishes they could see each other more. As the high school years progress, Autumn finds herself longing for Finn's company. She really loves Jamie, but maybe she'd be more compatible with Finn. Maybe. Autumn hates that this thought has even crossed her mind. After all, she should be faithful to Jamie. They've been together for several years now. But Autumn can't shake the feeling that something's not right. Something that could be fixed if she reconnected with Finn. Maybe it's time to reach out. Autumn keeps putting off connecting with Finn because she's pretty busy with school, friends, and trying to figure out how to handle the Jamie situation. But the longer Autumn waits, the more time passes, and soon it may be too late to make things right with Finn. Sometimes life has other plans that nobody sees coming, plans that can devastate everyone near to a person. Maybe Autumn should have reached out sooner, because now it may be a little too late, and she may never get the chance to right the wrongs of the past. 
don't really know how to explain it, but something about the way Laura Nolan wrote If He Had Been With Me was so soothing to me. When I was reading, I distinctly remember thinking about how smooth the writing was and how immersive. I really felt like I was Autumn, experiencing all of the emotion she does in this book. I think If He Had Been With Me was really popular a few years ago, and I've seen it recommended in a lot of Instagram reels that are like, the most heartbreaking books I've ever read. If you really like books that make you feel, you'll love this book. Let me read you a passage from If He Had Been With Me right now. Mr. Loffigan suggests more books for me and loans me several others. I work hard on my first book report for him. I want to impress him. At lunch, I show everyone his comments on my paper. Read this, I say, shoving it in Brooke's face. I've never noticed that before. Good job. I made a point that he had never thought of. That's neat, she says. I like Mr. Loffigan, too, Noah says. He's cool. Oh, I just adore him, I say. Jamie rolls his eyes. Yeah, you're in love with him, he says. No, I just love him, I say, and I realize it's true. I do love Mr. Loffigan. Not like a crush or like a father or a brother or anything that I can define. I just love him. I love him because he said I could stare out the window when it's raining as long as I'm still listening, and because he said Macbeth was a jerk. I love Mr. Loffigan, and it is a simple and easy thought to have. It is nothing at all to say it. Jamie rolls his eyes again. You're in love with a teacher, he says under his breath. I ignore him and read through Mr. Loffigan's comments again. Hey, Autumn, Finney says. I stop in my tracks. His voice is low. He doesn't look directly at me when he speaks. His book bag is slung over one shoulder, and he stands to one side of the door so that he cannot be seen from inside. Hey, I say. I wonder if something is wrong. Happy birthday, he says. He is still looking down at our feet. Thanks, I say. I'm confused. He could have said this at the bus stop this morning. He could have waited until tonight, when we go out to dinner with the mothers and my dad. Finney turns away and walks into the classroom. I follow him. To the others, it only appears that we arrived at the same time. Since it's my birthday, Mr. Loffigan says I can sit at his desk for the whole class if I promise to behave. I fold my hands and sit up straight, miming perfect attention, as if I would ever give Mr. Loffigan anything less. And yet, I am distracted. His desk is to the side of the room, perpendicular to the board. From this angle, I have an unobstructed view of Finney. By looking at the board, I see him too. I see him only. And I love him. For all of my memory, I have always loved him. I do not even notice it anymore. I feel what I have always felt when I look at him, and I have never before asked myself what it is exactly. I love him in a way I cannot define, as if my love were an organ within my body that I could not live without yet cannot pick out of an anatomy book. I do not love him the way I love Jamie. It's not the way I love Sasha or my mother or Mr. Loffigan. It's the way I love Finney. And it's impossible to say and even harder to feel. I love this passage because you really get a good sense of the writing style of If He Had Been With Me, and you get an impression of Autumn's character and emotions. She was a really incredible character to me. Her voice was so distinctive, I would recognize it anywhere. I'm not lying when I say that this book was probably in my top 10 of this year. If you're interested in reading If He Had Been With Me, here are some things you need to know before reading this book. Okay, so in If He Had Been With Me, there is some strong language, as well as quite a few romantic references. 
There's also some mental health content that could be triggering if you've struggled with your mental health in the past. I loved this book, but it's somewhat mature and probably best for ages 14 and up. Now would be the time that I generally did the What Emotion segment, but I've decided to introduce a new segment instead. In this final segment before the show's outro, I will be giving you guys a reading update from the week. Like this week, I've been reading the fifth and sixth books in the Throne of Glass series. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but there's an option in which you can choose to tandem read Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn. I heard it conveys the story better, so I chose to do that. I'm really liking it so far, even if it's taking a while. Empire of Storms flows really nicely, and I am enjoying Tower of Dawn. For some reason, I'm finding Nesrin's point of view in Tower of Dawn to not be as engaging, but I don't dislike her character. That's my weekly reading update. Thank you guys so much for listening to Hook of a Book this week. If you have a book you want me to review on the show, you can email me at hookofabookpodcast at gmail.com or leave your request in a comment on Spotify. You can also send in a voice message that might be featured on a future episode. The links are in the episode description. To stay up to date with all things Hook of a Book related, you can check out Hook of a Book's Instagram. Sometimes additional book recommendations that aren't on the show will be featured there. The link is in the podcast description. Have a great week, you guys, and keep on reading. Ellie out.